You're listening to the Weekend Sport Podcast with Jason Pine from Newstalk ZB. Let's get you across the Tasman. Adam Peacock, codesports.com.au, our regular Saturday afternoon correspondent on all things Australian sport. Let's start with the Women's World Cup, Adam. Uh, we had a win on Thursday night. We enjoyed that. Um, the Matildas also had a win their first game. Australia won Ireland nil. General thoughts? Did you in- enjoy the first up performance from the Matildas? Uh, yeah, we didn't. Uh, yeah, we enjoyed it. Um, but it was more of a, an anxious, anxiety-laden relief in the end that uh, we got the three points. Look, we, we were watching that over in New Zealand. That was fantastic and great for the World Cup as a whole over there. The, the um, 16 teams that are over there, hopefully it, it, it boosts numbers a bit with the interest and um, the, the home side getting it done. And over here, it, conversely, it, it was always going to go bananas and like 2 million people watched on TV and yeah, 75,000 in the sands. They didn't see the greatest performance, but given the circumstances around the, the previous 24 hours with Sam Kerr uh, pinging her calf, all things told, it was good to get the three points and, and start this thing. Tell us about that injury to Sam Kerr. She's the Australian captain. She's the best player in the team. She's one of the best players in the world. When did it come to light that she wouldn't play? And and can you tell us a bit about the fallout to this? Because I've seen it suggested that that they knew well in advance she wouldn't be playing and, and there has been a suggestion that they should have come clean the day before and said, hey, Sam Kerr's not playing when they had their press conference. Yeah, the, the suggestion has come from people who don't understand football, so which is which is fine. I mean, not everyone understands football, and we're, we're scratching their heads why you, you wouldn't release that information. Look, she, she pinged a calf probably about 36 hours before kickoff, and they kept it quiet because they can, because they train behind closed doors. Uh, she did a press conference. No one asked her directly, Sam, are you 100% fit? She didn't have to answer that question, so she didn't lie. <laughs> they just didn't spill the truth, which I find completely fine because it's a tactical advantage or a disadvantage not having Sam Kerr. So to not let the opposition know she's not playing uh, is actually a help. <laughs> it might rock their boat when they find out. And look, everyone found out when the team sheet dropped an hour before kickoff. That's that's when the news broke. So they can hold, hold a secret, the Matildas crew. Absolutely, they can. So what's the prognosis then? Are we talking about an injury which might keep her out of further matches or, or is there confidence that she'll be OK for Australia's second game? Yeah, no, she's out of that. They've said she's she's gone from that and they're going to try and get a right for Canada on Monday week which for a calf, it was a seven-day or eight-day recovery um, to make the second game. That's not happening. A 12-day recovery to make the third game. Oh, it's still pushing it, in my opinion. But uh, the medicos apparently know um, what they're doing, and that's what they've released. They didn't say she's definitively going to play against Canada in the third group game, but she said we're going to reassess after the Nigeria game, which is that second one in Brisbane next Thursday. It was great to see uh, Nigeria, Canada yesterday uh, in the sunshine in Melbourne, a good crowd. And you talked about the interest over here. We had 23,000 at Spain against Costa Rica last night yeah. on a terrible Wellington night. That'll be a real oh. surprise to you, Adam. <laughs> no, yeah, like, uh, uh, that's actually a, that was a mild night by Wellington standards. <laughs> no, it's, um, oh, wow. it's great. It's great. And, and they were treated to some of the best football you're likely to see, especially from Maitana Bonatti, the little um, midfield maestro for Spain. She is such a good player, such a good player. So that's that's the quality you've got over there. Um, you've, you've got some high-ranked teams, and, yeah, just get out and watch it because you, 
you won't be let down. Absolutely right. Okay, just before you go, the Ashes. Uh, ooh, England 592 all out. This is the fourth test, of course. Australia 113 for four in their second innings, trailing by 162. This is at stumps on day three. Apparently there's rain in the forecast, but are, um, are Australia starting to stumble a bit in this Ashes series? Have we got some rugby to talk about? I'd rather <laughs> talk about the Argentina <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm taking one look at the scorecard this morning, and the, the, I think the, uh, the second word out of my mouth was a swear word. So, and the first one was "oh." So, um, uh, yeah, trouble. <laughs> Please rain. Move the test to Wellington. No, um, it's uh, it, England too good. They've just completely played us off the park with bat and ball here. So, it, it is apparently going to rain the next two days in Manchester. So. Oh, England deserve to be able to close out this test match because they've been clearly the better side so I'll leave it at that Alright, uh, we look forward to seeing what plays out and uh, it may well be that uh, the series is well and truly alive when we head to the fifth yeah. test always enjoy chatting Australian sport with you Adam, enjoy your weekend and we'll do it again next Saturday Thanks Barney, have a good one You have a good one too Adam Adam Peacock, coachsports.com.au is where you can read him and hear him every Saturday afternoon here on News Talk ZB and Weekend Sport for more from Weekend Sport with Jason Pine, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from midday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.